Hello, and welcome to Lead Myths Debunked. I'm Helen Dowling, and together with my team at Exceptional Thinking, we'll be bringing you the latest tips each week on lead generation and appointment setting. Whether you're looking for how to get more appointments with the right prospects in your diary, or learn the latest techniques that really work to get you more leads, then this podcast is for you, so sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. So today we're going to be talking about why you should measure everything in your business and specifically marketing and lead gem. So the reason for this is um, prior to 2020 when we all had an office and all the rest of it before the pandemic happened um, back in the old days we used to have loads and loads of whiteboards all around the office and on there we used to really put scores so we used to put um how many appointments we generated how many um prospects we got in the pipeline how many um just things that were going on really and every time someone got an appointment or someone got a new prospect someone literally used to stand up physically and go and walk to the whiteboard and put a note on there we also used to use whiteboards for planning our days and um, so that everyone knew what was going on and more importantly it was all open out in the world completely transparent and everyone knew where we were and what was happening with it so these days though it's much more difficult to do that because we're invariably working from home I mean, if you still got an office great get the whiteboards up and all the rest of it but you know for us we're working from home We've got no way of physically um, putting that information in front of people. And that's something that we've really struggled with a little bit because it's really quite hard and difficult to have somewhere where you're um, recording all the information you want to measure and um, actually get a grip on because, you know, it's all hidden. It's all hidden in spreadsheets and all the rest of it. So I've got some tips and help and advice. But firstly, why should you do that? why should you measure things why should you have things open and out there in the environment so that you can all see what's going on well i liken this to sports or anything hobbies that you're doing you know i do running so you know it's for me if i'm running i want to know how fast i'm doing things and that i I did a 40 minute run on saturday for instance how fast i did that etc etc so we use measurements like that all the time but certainly in sports if you follow football or any sort of um, rugby or anything like that, we've got league tables. Everyone knows where their team is on that league table and whether they're the top, whether they're the bottom, whether they're the middle. Whenever a game happens, that gets recorded. Um, so you, everyone knows what the score is and it's all out in the open. And the thing is, when you start measuring things, what you're measuring improves and increases. So if you're looking to increase the number of appointments that you've got, you start measuring that and start looking at where those appointments are coming from. You can see whether it's going up, down or wherever. And in a second, I'll I'll talk you through our scoreboard and um, why we've got one for marketing and what we've got included on there. Okay, so the first thing you've got to do, though, especially if you're working from home, is make it as visible as possible. And this involves, um, well, I mean, we use Google Docs 
to, to house everything. So everyone can gain access to it. Everyone can see it at any time. It's all real-time information. Um, but more importantly, the second thing that I want to talk to you about in terms of having a scorecard, etc., is get obsessive about it. That means with our scorecard, we're in there all the time. We've got um, we've got everything recorded on there. And anytime something happens, people go in there live and update it. Um, and people can see it. We can reference it all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the third thing is to be accountable to someone. So what we do on our scorecard is um, we make sure at our management meetings once a week that we have um, we, we look at that scorecard we see what's happening with it we can see live um, what the figures are and um, reference that talk about it and we can see any areas that are green as in we're doing a good job or they're red and we need to make some improvements okay so in our scorecard and I'm going to talk to you through our marketing scorecard we have a number of messages so we always start by measuring the number of LinkedIn connections we've connected to on a weekly basis. So we've got four accounts for um, for our company, Exceptional Thinking. We've got four accounts on there and each of them we connect to 100 people on a weekly basis. So it should be our target is 400 connections um, and we've, we're pretty consistent at hitting that. And then we also do LinkedIn groups as well. So this is where we go into LinkedIn groups and we start reaching out to people that are in those groups that we're members of and we say something along the lines of we haven't connected um before but we're both members of the same group is it worth having a conversation so we do a hundred of those a week as well and then we measure the amount of people who connected back so if they actually connected back and we can send a follow-up message to them we we take um note of that so we have a um a sort of general target of about 20%. So that means that 80 of those people um, should have connected back. Okay. Um, and we we generally hit that as well. And then we look, we also, when people re respond to those messages, we also note whether or not they're positive or they're negative. And we track those as well. So our positive responses, we're looking for 15 a week. And there's only one week that we haven't hit that. So generally we know that LinkedIn's working for us and that therefore results in meetings. We also then track on top of that, we also do um, marketing calls. So we call decision makers and um, try and reach them, especially if they've come back on LinkedIn and said they want to have that conversation, but they haven't responded yet. So we look at those as well. So we have a calls made target of 80 per week. And then we also check how many decision makers we've spoken to um, and we look for an average of about 20% as well, so 16. Um, and then on top of that, we also track whether we sent a LinkedIn or an email to those people. So we track those as well and our target for that is 100. And then we have a target of eight meetings booked per week. And again, for all of these numbers, we're pretty much on track at this, but we can see based on the scorecard what's going on with the business. And then we also have a target of two second meetings booked per week as well. Um, so this might be someone we've spoken to who has expressed an interest, wants to talk further about um, their marketing. Um, so if we book them in for a second meeting, that's where we record that. And then we also track the number of meetings that have attended, so the show rate as well. 
and that is um, a target of 80%. And then out of that, we also track how many of them have become a new client as well. So we look for one a week. Okay, so therefore you can see everything that's going on with our marketing um, scorecards. You can see how many people we've connected to, how many people have connected back, how many positive responses we're getting, calls made, emails sent, and how many meetings that's um, resulting in. And again, we always look for about eight per week and two um, follow-up second meetings. We can track how many meetings are attended and we can track how many have resulted in a client. Okay. Um, and what we do is we color code it. So we color code it either green, as in we've met the target, or we color code it red, i.e. we haven't met the target. And if it's red, then what we start looking at is what are, what's going wrong there? Why aren't we making as many calls as we need to or connecting with as many people as we need to? Or if the connection rate back was um, was lower than we wanted it to be, what can we do to um, increase that? Um, so these are highlighting, when it's in red, it's highlighting an issue there. Um, and that issue tells us where we need to focus for the following week. So if we look at something like the show rate, so show rate for meetings, that if that's lower than 80%, we need to look at what's going on there. You, you know, how can we get more people to show up to the meeting? And we can track that all the way across and see what's happening each week. Now, on our scorecard, we keep live 13 weeks of data. We can see trends that are building up. And then when we've reached the 13 weeks, we knock off the um, first one and add on the next one. So we can see live what's happening every single week. Um, and I can tell you now, for instance, that most of the time we're hitting our um, second meeting target of two. But for the last two weeks, we've only had one second meeting booked in. So that would kind of be a little bit of a flag of what's going on there. Um, now, the thing is, there's two of us that manage this scorecard. Um, we religiously fill it in. So every time something happens, we're going into this daily, more than once a day on a regular basis, and we're filling in what has actually happened on each of the measures there. So we can keep track of this on a live basis. The other thing we have on there is we have a list of prospects in the pipeline. So we have a list of who they are, what the company is, and probability. So we just use three very simple method, um, methods here. So we have 25%, we don't think they're going to move forward. 50%, we, we think we're in for a good chance. And 75%, we're pretty sure that they're going to go forward. And we also mark the stage as well, whether it's a first stage meeting, whether we sent a proposal to them, etc. Um, and then we put notes on there so that they uh, can't afford things or to follow up with them next month or whatever it is. So we track live um, how many prospects are in the pipeline. And then we have another area as well which um, where we track new clients that we've brought on board. Um, so again, we've got absolutely religious, obsessive about this so that we are monitoring this very, very, very regularly. We're in it all the time. In fact, we've got this spreadsheet open live on our desktops all of the time. Um, and because of that, it's in front of us. It's not hidden away in some dark document somewhere that no, none of us can ever find. It's, it's live. It's there. And that's really important because you need to keep it in front of people if you're going to properly manage something. Because we can see from this 
how many meetings we're getting every week. We can see if we want to increase it from eight meetings per week, what do we need to do to do that? Um, and it keeps everything in front of people and completely live. And we're also accountable on a weekly basis. So we take this to our management meeting on a weekly basis so we can all see how many prospects are in the pipeline, what's going on there, and really, really track this. So it's, it's not hidden away. Everyone's aware of what's going on with it. And it means that we can manage the business on a very, very regular basis. So those are my three main tips if you are going to put together a scorecard. So firstly, make it visible. And by making it visible, if you're, especially if you're working at home, make sure it's not in a doc document hidden away that no one can find. Everyone must know where it is and everyone must be going into it on a regu very regular basis. Second tip is to be obsessive. You need to get everyone looking at it and updating it on a regular basis so they can see exactly what's happening on a very regular basis. My third tip is be accountable to someone. So in our case, we have a management meeting that we have on a Monday and we make sure that this is brought up there so everyone is aware of what's going on. People can ask questions about it. We can answer them, etc. Okay, so that, so and I'd strongly recommend you have a marketing scorecard um, because it is essential if you are looking to improve the amount of meetings that you're getting um, and it definitely definitely should be a way for you to manage your business and take it forward if you look in most management books etc they will always recommend that you have a scorecard now I've just told you about our marketing one but we also have an operations one and we have an overall business one too so we can see at any time what's going on with the business and a good way to have a think about this is if you were sat on a desert island and you could only get one piece of paper per week, you didn't have access to the internet or anything like that, and one piece of paper was delivered to you once a week, what information would you like to see on there on a weekly basis so that you could see exactly what was going on with your business and start tracking the measurements? Now, interestingly, with our scorecard, this isn't the first iteration we've had of this. It has changed. And some of the things we were measuring in the early days, we are no longer measuring now because we didn't feel these are relevant. So um, don't be afraid to change it on a regular basis, especially if it's not giving you the information that you're looking to get. This is about getting information that drives your business forward. So I hope that's been helpful and useful for today. It's definitely, definitely worth you having a scorecard in your business, particularly a marketing one if you are looking to improve the amount of leads the amount of appointments that you're getting in your business. And what we can do on ours is when we can see something that's in red and we're not hitting the target that we've made for it, we can drill down and see what the issues are. So take care. Bye for now. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead Myths Debunked. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, remember to rate us, write a review or share this podcast. And if you're looking for a company that can do qualified appointment setting for you, then let's have a chat. Simply go to www.exceptionalthinking.co.uk forward slash contact to book some time in the diary. See you on another episode soon.